1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Into the Net FC, the Soccer Talk Discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast, and quite honestly, the greatest soccer podcast in the history of the world. My name, of course, is Alex Salkaz, aka the Bear of Texas, and I know that all of you know this already, and you all know what I do. You all know what I'm all about. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. And the truth of the matter is, Real Madrid are in fact a bunch of jabronis. Furthermore, dare I say, they are a bunch of quitting jabronis. Y'all got the first taste of this in the previous episode, when I basically said about the final for the Champions League, Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Oh, I got carried away in that episode big time. I got carried away big time. Because honestly, I have to tell it like it is. Real Madrid quit big time. <laughs> I mean, y'all saw that rant. A bunch of quitting jabronis. And it certainly could have gotten worse. Because as I pointed out, early in the game, Erling Holland was denied twice, of course, by Thibaut Courtois. And if it hadn't been for that, well, instead of a 4-0 loss, it could have very well easily been 6 nothing. Hell, honestly... It could have been 7-0, or dare I say, 8-0. Bottom line is, Manchester City could have done worse. But there's no doubt in my mind that Real Madrid got embarrassed big time. So the way I see it right now, honestly, revenge for Manchester City. But for Manchester City, for them to say that revenge is a sweet dish served cold, well... Old saying is, a dish served cold is revenge. But uh, in Manchester City's case, they want to make it very, very sweet for them. And for them to basically sweeten it up, if you will, they have to win the Champions League title. And from the looks of it, they 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 may very well do so. But again, as I said in the episode, do not underestimate Inter Milan. Because Inter Milan is a hell of a lot tougher and better than they look. Let me tell you. The same cannot be said for Real Madrid. Now, from what I understand, Carlo Ancelotti, the GOAT of Italian soccer, has said that he was assured that his job is safe. Now, granted, there's honestly no reason for Carlo Ancelotti to lose his job because of this embarrassing elimination by Manchester City. Now, while he does deserve a portion of criticism, there's no reason for him to lose his job. No, not at all. Now, Real Madrid has had a, had a bit of a tough season, dealing with some injuries, and they did not win La Liga, although they did win two other titles. But, Real Madrid's season certainly had more than a simple fair share of flops. You know, I had to go back on my own word, because I noticed that my boy, Eddie Camavinga, had been deployed many times in the backfield, okay, as a defender. And for so long I said, well, if Carlo Ancelotti sees the potential in this, then fine, so be it. But honestly, I think basically now that we've put this to the test, I think Kamavinga has been tested well enough in this position. I just don't think that Kamavinga should be playing defender moving forward. Because his primary position is midfield. And he excels at both an attack midfielder as well as defensive midfielder. But I think honestly... It's be- it's in, it's in best it's for the best for Camavinga and for Real Madrid if he were to remain in the midfield position moving forward, because at least we can say, at least they can say we tried it it simply did not work, and as I said in the previous episode that this has to go for international duty as well because for representing France Camavinga had been deployed as a defender as well, so I think that should stop at least for the time being now Camavinga certainly needs to improve himself. In many categories, but he is certainly making tremendous progress. I mean, he's accomplished so much ever since he arrived at the Spanish capital. You can't take anything away from the guy. Now, he's still very young, you know, still, you know, has a lot to learn and a lot to work on. And there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that, one way or the other, he's going to be in top form. I mean, Kamavinga has the potential of being one of the greatest players of the future, you know. Sometimes I always say he certainly has the potential of being, you know, the next pride of France, you know, in the future, so... But as far as Camavinga goes, I think he should certainly uh, maintain the position in midfield and, you know, go on from there. Now, as far as Real Madrid goes overall, and and I also said this in the episode, like I already said in the episode, I'd probably be repeating a lot of what I said because I got so caught up in the emotion and everything because, you know, as I've said many times, I'm a soccer fan that doesn't necessarily have a team, I just love the game. But for those of you that know my story, I've been a real—I was a Real Madrid supporter. I, I, t- I became a Real Madrid supporter when I was three years old in 1996. And even though I kind of broke away from being loyal to a certain club, I've, you know, and I kind of adopted the ability or the habit of being a soccer fan that just simply enjoys the game, doesn't really have a favorite club. Real Madrid has really basically stayed close, you know, to my heart. So, so it, it's no surprise that the emotions kind of got on me a little bit, but. But It's not so much that Real Madrid lost that bothers me. It's the way it went down. Because like I said, Manchester City... To say that they embarrassed Real Madrid is one hell of a major understatement. Because immediately from the get-go, Manchester City was just all over it. Real Madrid was basically fighting tooth and nail for simply survival. And the fact... And here's another thing that I... Pointed out big time is that it took Manchester City more than twenty minutes to actually get on the scoring board in the leg two, so that was a bit of a surprising part. I figured just how tough and how overwhelming Manchester City Manchester City was being towards Real Madrid. I figured that it was only going to be a matter of time before and they would score quickly, but it didn't happen as quick. Now the scoreboard four nothing, you know, in game two, I mean, t- certainly tells the story, but but Real Madrid was able to start all of a sudden, you know, tr- maintaining a little bit of control, but they could not take advantage of their opportunities, so... Part of me believes that Real Madrid underestimated Manchester City big time. Because a year ago, in 2022, you want to talk about one underestimating the other, Manchester City is guilty; was guilty of that. Because last year, it was Manchester City that underestimated Real Madrid. But this year, the rules were reversed. Real Madrid took Manchester City very lightly, clearly did not respect them, and Manchester City made them pay for it big time in a very humiliating and well-deserving fashion. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, there's no doubt in my mind that Real Madrid got exactly what, what they deserved. You don't respect your opponent. You, act, you, you come to a game arrogant. Okay. You underestimate your opponent... You will not only lose the game, but by God, you will be embarrassed. And this is something that's going to be talked about for a very, very long time. I mean, this is probably one of the most embarrassing moments in in Real Madrid. You know, not only Champions League history, but in Real Madrid overall. As I mentioned also, I believe this was Real Madrid's biggest Champions League loss since March 2009 when Liverpool embarrassed uh, Real Madrid. So... So for Real Madrid to suffer their big, their most embarrassing, their biggest Champions League loss in over ten years, the way they did, oh yeah, 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 yeah. you know. So mo- moving forward, you you know, we really have to wonder where what, how much Kareem Benzema has. I mean, not long ago, a year or so ago, I was only saying that much like Ronaldo, Benzema's age is only just a number. But Benzema has struggled with some injuries as well, so. It's honestly the midfield and the defense, as far as Real Madrid is concerned, it's the midfield and the defense that I have a huge cause for concern. I cannot seem to be put myself in a position to where I can fully trust either Militao. Now, Ider Militao is a good player. No doubt about it. But I just cannot seem to be put be put in a position to where I can trust the guy. But aside from him, you know. Again, putting Kamavinga, you know, a young Kamavinga who's, you know, not, who, who's not at the at the level, you know, he's you still have a, a lot to learn. I kind of feel like Kamavinga was thrusted in, in a position because the defense was so bad. So I kind of feel it was kind of a rotten thing to do to put Kamavinga in such an overwhelming, excruciating pressure of a situation, you know, especially, you know, given, you know, his, his age and his experience. I mean, Kamavinga was put to the test big time, but Kamavinga tried his best. You, you can't deny, he. it's not like he just went out there and let himself get embarrassed. He tried. He certainly tried. And that's what I'm proud of. I'm proud that Kamavinga tried. So no matter what, you know, I'm very, very proud of Kamavinga. And everybody knows, you know, Kamavinga is somebody, is a player that, you know, obviously he means a lot to me. You know, much like Mbappe. You know, Kamavinga is a player that I've got my eyes on. And I'm going to have my eyes on him, you know, for his entire career. Much like Mbappe. I mean, Kamavinga is one of those dudes that I feel like is not only a positive influential impact on me personally, but also professionally as far as my career is concerned. Kamavinga is one of those dude that, dudes that can give me a lot of talking points, you know, for this show and for my writing habits as well. And, and speaking of Kamavinga, I mean, Aurelien Tchouameni. I mean, I Aurelien mean, Tchouameni. Not really a good start at Real Madrid. So, again, that kind of begs the question in the midfield position at this point. Because, again, you have to wonder, you know, how much more can Tony Cruz do? And it's also Luka Modric as well. (coughs) But it's not only that, but it's the defense as well. So, as far as as the, the attack goes, I mean, you know, you got Vinicius Jr. Of course, there's Rodrigo as well. But... All of a sudden, once again, the Kylian Mbappe-Real Madrid rumors are starting to circulate around. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, we got to go through this again? The Kylian Mbappe-Real Madrid transfer saga has to come here again? I mean, when is it going to go away? Like, And when I say when is it going to go away, when is it going to go away on a permanent basis? How many times, I mean, for how long now have we been hearing these these annoying Mbappe-Real to Real Madrid, you know, bullshit rumors? I mean, come on. It was supposed to happen last year. It didn't happen. That ship has sailed. It's out in the sea. It's not coming back. It shouldn't come back. Okay? Because now with Real Madrid fully invested in Vinny Jr., I figure the chapter, the window on killing Mbappe heading to the Bernabeu is closed. That's it. Kaput. No more. And honestly, it's sad because I want Mbappé out of Paris Saint-Germain because I do want Paris Saint-Germain to ruin the man's career, okay? Mbappé has the potential of winning more titles, and if he's going to do that, Real Madrid was the place to go. He didn't do it. Now, if he does somehow miraculously end up being at Real Madrid, then I don't even know what to say. I really won't know what to say, but I will be here on this show to talk about it. But honestly, as far as Mbappé and Real Madrid goes, you know... Here we go again. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna roll my eyes and say, "Here we go again." I'm probably not gonna waste any more potential episodes on this. If something happens, and if I hear it from none other than um, than than my source, the the, all of a sudden, uh, his name, uh, all, all of a sudden, you, you all know, you all know who I'm talking about. But uh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, now all of a sudden, the the, emo- the emotions have really gotten my brain big time. It's just uh. Ugh, man. It, the, the ultimate source of soccer. And, I, and I'm not talking about gold.com. I'm not talking about uh, ESPN FC. So, yeah. Definitely, uh, yeah. Bottom line is, uh, you know, I'll believe it when I... I guess I should say I'll just believe it when I see it. Um. So, anyway. Ugh, <laughs> uh, now, now I'm really having a, such a difficult time speaking. So... <sighs> My expectations for Real Madrid moving forward, uh, I'm not uh, entirely, uh, again, you no, th- this is just so, um, so badly overwhelming. I mean, again, you know, n- now I've really honestly kind of made myself kind of look a little bit silly because I've completely lost my focus, but, <clears throat> but really, honestly, at this point, whatever Real Madrid does, you know, as far as transfers goes and everything, uh, I really don't know uh, who they could possibly go after. But again, I did mention that the midfield as well as the uh, defense needs to be fixed. But of course, you have to wonder the future of uh, Carlo Ancelotti. Because, you know, again, he's once again uh, linked with the Brazilian, you know, f- with the job of the Brazilian national soccer team. But but I, th- I think at this point, honestly, well, a- a- again, uh, <laughs> I I don't know exactly... um. What, what to say about that, but, um, you know, because honestly, like I said, as, as far as Real Madrid goes, you know, everything's just so badly unpredictable, so, you know. Ah, oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, so obviously, well, again, uh, again, I, I deeply apologize because I know that <coughs> I'm certainly made this thing, uh, so fr- freaking awkward. Um. So uh, so really, at the end of the day, uh, you know, this whole situation has just gotten so uh, so mind boggling that you know, r- really, uh, you know, there's really not not much not much to say. Okay, now I know. Now I remember who it was. The Ultimate Source, Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio Romano, for God's sake! I had to look it up, and I was just having such a hard time. It's Fabrizio Romano, the ultimate source that I was thinking of. (laughs) And now I just wasted this time, you know, being awkward in in this freaking recording. (laughs) Oh, because my mind just went so freaking blank, ladies and gentlemen. It's freaking embarrassing. But you know what? For those of you that have been so strongly supportive, because again, this whole thing with Real Madrid is just so mind-numbing. It's overwhelming. It's dumbfounding. It's just, you know, I'm trying to figure out what else can I say other than the fact that Real Madrid quit, and got absolutely embarrassed. I mean, what what else is there for me to say? Really, honestly, there is honestly nothing else to say. Because, again, the bottom line is this. Real Madrid, ladies and gentlemen, are quitting jabronis. And as far as offseason moves go, they got to make the right moves. They got to reassess things, readjust the formula, readdress the, the tactics and the formations. Real Madrid basically needs to kind of go kind of a makeover, if you will change the style of the attack, change the style of defense, change the style of play. Real Madrid needs to basically kind of utilize a new and unique style of play. They got to come in a position to where their opponents don't know what to expect. They got to catch their opponents by surprise, okay? Because Real Madrid wants to climb back up and regain their spot on the throne, and if they're to do it, they got to do something about it. They got to come in stronger, better, and smarter. They got to do what they got to do. Get rid of some players, bring in some new players. They got to do what needs to be done because what happened to Real Madrid in this Champions League elimination is quite unacceptable. Real Madrid cannot and should not have to stand for this. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. And the bomb on is once again, Real Madrid quit Therefore, Manchester City officially exposed them as jabronis. And to make matters worse, to rub salt in that already deep and painful wound, Real Madrid are quitting jabronis. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Remember... If you know somebody that is looking for a soccer show and they love soccer, then Into the Net FC is the show for them. I promise you that if you love soccer, my show is the show for you. Into the Net FC is a show dedicated to providing the most unique and exciting soccer content on the face of the earth. So please hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Your love and support is greatly appreciated. And one more time, I deeply apologize for the awkwardness and for the loss of my concentration during this episode. But you know what? When it's badly overwhelming, it tends to happen. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. And God bless.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.